What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we explore faith, spirituality, and the realms of paranormal. Today, I've got a great episode planned for you. This is called The Secret Place of Infinite Wisdom and Light. This is episode 285. I'm going to be reading directly from the Sophia or the Wisdom of Jesus Christ. Very excited to be doing this today. Uh, we've got some great Gnostic wisdom headed your way. You guys know I really vibe on uh, the Gnostic wisdom here. So uh, we're going to get pretty deep into that today. Talk about some of my points of view when it comes to that Gnostic wisdom. Um, and then ultimately uh, take questions, comments, prayer concerns from all of you awesome people. What is up, Greg? How are you doing? Uh, Shelly, how are you? I hope you're having a beautiful day. At any point during this stream, if you just absolutely love what I'm doing, you can drop stars and help support me. And uh, that helps me make some money and continue to create great content. You can also drop gifts on TikTok as well as Super Chats over on YouTube. So I really, really appreciate those. Kenny says, take me deep into the truth vortex. That is what's up, man. We are going to be doing that today. So as we get into this in the very first session, um, I'm going to be reading from the uh, Gnostic document, which is the Sophia Wisdom of Jesus Christ. Uh, and the beginning verses of this Sophia of Jesus Christ talks about an encounter between Jesus and his disciples uh, after he had risen from the unalivement. Uh, then they were gathered on a mountain and were confused about the nature of the universe or God's plan and the higher power that governs things. Then Jesus appeared to them, but not in his regular physical form. He appeared as a radiant and powerful spirit, almost like a great angel of light. He told them that he couldn't fully describe his appearance because it was too intense for mortal eyes. By the way, this is very similar to Lord Krishna's appearance in the Bhagavad Gita, which I'm a huge fan of. If you follow my work here on the channel, you know I love the Gita. Um, so with that said, uh, again, I am going to read directly from the Sophia of Jesus Christ. Now, this is over at uh, Gnosis.org. I am not affiliated with them whatsoever, but I do love their website. So um, be sure and go support them. Check out what they're doing over there. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read directly into it today. So first off, the translation of the Sophia of Jesus Christ, also sometimes titled the Wisdom of Jesus Christ, is derived from two separately preserved copies of the text. The first copy is in uh, Nag Hammadi Codex number three. Uh, the second copy of this text was preserved in the Berlin Gnostic Codex. A third fragment of the text in Greek was also found among the Oxycretius papyrus documents. I'm sure I butchered how to say that, but um, somebody here knows how to say that, I'm sure. Uh, thus, we have three distinct copies of this scripture attested for uh, attested from three separate ancient sources, two in Coptic and one in Greek. In the translator's comments below, sections of the text 
supplied from the Berlin Gnostic Codex are identified with the notion of BG. So this is translated by Douglas M. Parrott. So that is the archive note. And I'm only going to read an excerpt of this and then just really give you my opinion around it. I don't like reading full text documents here because A, it's not my work. And then I really try to follow um, the fair use uh, laws, which, you know, uh, I can give some commentary and some excerpts. But um, as far as the rest of it goes, go read it for yourself. Support the authors or the translators, at least, and the archives that actually house this information. Um, so anyway, if there's any questions before I get going, uh, Urban Floral says Insta and Facebook look great. Uh, frame rate, sound quality are solid. Awesome. Urban Floral, thank you. I reset my internet before I went live today, so hopefully it's working well um, among all the other weirdness we've you know seen lately. So Quartz, what is up? McNugget, welcome. Humphrey, how are you doing? Gigi, how are you? I, uh, Iris uh hood 09 welcome thomas brims roust johnson 13 buttons shants cool name shants uh leonardo how is it going i hope you guys are having a beautiful day josh what is up uh josh says do you know the muffin man uh you know i mean wow what a uh what a question you know that's uh we're getting into the deep stuff here so uh, Becca, what is up? Becca, how are you doing? Uh, hope you're having a beautiful day. Uh, Rob says, hey, how's it going? It is going quite well today. So, All right, well, I'm going to jump in and read here. So, so this starts off here, uh, the Sophia or Wisdom of Jesus Christ. After he rose from the unalivement, his 12 disciples and seven women continued to follow him. And went to Galilee onto the mountain called Divination and Joy. When they gathered together, they were perplexed about the underlying reality of the universe and the plan and the holy providence and the power of the authorities and about everything that the Savior is doing with them in the secret of the holy plan. The Savior appeared not in his previous form, but in the invisible spirit, and his likeness resembles a great angel of light, but his resemblance I must not describe. No mortal flesh could endure it, but only pure, perfect flesh, like that which he taught us about on the mountain called Of the Olives in Galilee. Um, and I'm sure you've all heard of the Mount of Olives uh, within the biblical canon. So again, this is a Gnostic text. It is not considered uh, canonical. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, Quartz, the Seven Sisters, absolutely. Uh, you see where I'm going with this today. Um, all of this ties together with ancient mythologies. Um, as we read all of these documents, I never look at anything and assume that it is boiled down, you know, perfect truth. I, I assume that it's someone's interpretation or understanding, and then there's a lot of data missing in many different ways. What's up, Martin? How are you doing, brother? Uh, a lot of data missing in a lot of different ways. Um, and so we really have to take our best guesses at it. And I think here at the end of what I am going to share today, not at the end of the document, but at the end of what I'm going to share here, I think what um, uh, Matthew asks Jesus here is is ultimately the question for the ages. I mean, it it is the question that I ask every single day that I try to ask in uh in all honesty 
and uh, I think it's really contributed to the work that I do. So, um, Martin just got a number one gifter badge. Thank you, Martin. Appreciate you, my brother. Um, and by the way, Martin has a great video that actually ties into this today. Um, if anybody wants to go check out his channel over there, um, you can find him on TikTok in the chat right now. Uh, I don't want to embarrass anybody and uh, throw his name out there, but um, but love the video that you made, and it was funny because it ties into what we're doing today. It just happened to randomly pick Sophia Wisdom of Jesus, and we're talking about light today and how he manifests as light. Um, and so what is the holy plan? Why could he not manifest to them or why can they not even describe it? Um, what is the perfect flesh? Again, all of these things are very esoteric, very hidden type knowledge. So I know synchronicity, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I love the synchronicities amongst our tribe. Uh, lots of cool things going on. Steven, what's up, brother? I hope you're having a beautiful day. This goes on to say, and he said, peace be to you. May my peace I give to you. Uh, and they all marveled and were afraid. The Savior laughed and said to them, what are you thinking about? Are you perplexed? What are you searching for? Um, I don't know about you, but I felt like um, felt like God does that a lot with me. You know, like, what, what are you even worried about, man? What, uh, you know, if you even knew what I had in store, right? Um, and so what this is really, I think, getting at here is, A, there's a plan. There's like this secret plan for salvation of the world. Not in the way you've been told, by the way. Not in the way you've been told. Uh, but according to this, it is it is like a plan that's been running kind of in the background of this matrix, this illusion of light, if you will, um, ever since the beginning of time. And ultimately, that plan to return all things to the Father is, uh, you know, a secret plan that most people don't ever even think about or want to know about. Um, and so it's just very interesting to me to kind of get into this and, and hear about a secret plan. Um, and then I did a whole video series yesterday for our academy uh, that all our tribe is going to have access to in there. Uh, it's actually up right now. Um, called The Secret Order of Supernatural Warriors, A Complete Mythos. And I literally talked about, you know, the secret plan in there and how to um, be, you know, in the world but not of the world. How to, um, you know, what does secrecy mean to you? Not in a bad way, but in a way of not everybody needs to, you know, when you just meet someone on the street, you know, have you heard the good news about Gnosticism and about the... Uh, Miracles of light codes and uh, the fact that you can do magic. Um, those are, you know, things that we approach when we have authority to approach those and um, agreement from other people to discuss them. So, uh, you know, I did a lot, like a really deep dive in that. What's up, Merle? How are you doing, brother? Merle says, hey, everyone, peace and love to all. You too, my brother. Sandra says, agree. Absolutely, Sandra. Uh, Shelly says, good day, tribe fam. What is up, Shelly? We've got a bunch of tribe members in today, which I'm very glad. I tried to hit the 3 o'clock mark a lot closer today. As we get closer to September, I'll be back on my normal 11 and 3 schedule streaming. Um, talking with you awesome people. I love it. So thank you guys for allowing me to do what I love doing. Thank you for the support. Thank you for always being here. Let me get that microphone closer to me so the sound is really good here. 
Uh, and if I'm going to keep streaming and keep making videos, I've got to save my voice. So I need it to be right in the microphone here. So uh, Philip said, for the underlying reality of the universe and the plan, that's what they're searching for. Uh, how many of you feel like you're searching for the underlying reality of the universe and the plan? Raise your hands, put them in the air like you just don't care. Guys, I've been saying that you can go back and watch, you know, some of the videos that I had in the hundreds, um, you know, back in the podcast, the early days of the podcast uh, over a year ago. And I talked a lot about finding the authentic reality. And so for me, finding that authentic reality was just uh, one of the most important things. By the way, how does it sound today? Is this is this good? I'm trying to just really be... Um, you know, put this front and center so that I'm, I'm in it here. There we go. Uh, yeah, hopefully that sounds good. So, um, so the underlying reality of the universe and the plan, you know, again, what is that? What is the plan? What is the underlying reality of the universe? Ultimately, I think each of us have to figure that out ourselves. Sandra says it's clear. Awesome. Thank you. Kenny says sound is dialed in. Awesome. Good to hear brother. Thank you. Um, yeah, cause I can't hear, uh, other than, you know, my voice echoing back. Um, so, you know, this is something I've been searching for, for a long time. Oftentimes, you know, we, we grow up in traditions that say every answer that you're looking for is within the Holy Bible. Uh, for people like myself, I've had to really look outside of the biblical canon to continue exploring and figuring out, you know, what my reality is all about, if you will. Um, so with that said, uh, Hey, wonderful family. Absolutely. Uh, Ashley, thank you for being here, my friend. Um, so for me, this underlying reality is essentially a source code of source, um, within the biblical canon, it is called the kingdom of God. Martin says sound is good. Awesome. Uh, yeah, sound on TikToks just directly through the iPhone. So it's quite a bit different on Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn and Twitter and soon to be our website directly. I'm working on setting that up. Uh, you guys that are in the tribe will have actually a direct private stream uh, where if you want to watch and comment, you're you're basically in a private zone over there. So that'll be really cool. And it'll go right through this one here through the main camera. So I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, the underlying reality, again, I, I view it as like a source code running uh, under the matrix code, under the illusion, under the, um, you know, what you want to call the matrix, or I like to call it the material realm, because I feel like that sounds a lot better, this being material, not necessarily trees and birds and all of that stuff, because I view that as the natural world, um, and then just outside of that is the supernatural world. The material realm being everything that humanity built, everything that was constructed on top of the natural realms here. And ultimately, uh, if you read the Anunnaki mythology, then technically humanity is um, an artificial creation, an artificial intelligence almost. We have the divine intelligence, but we have this fight or flight system that runs in our uh, nerves and all of our neurons, everything that's running the program of our meat suit, if you will, uh, that ultimately is still a material or an artificial program running uh, alongside the true program within us, which is, again, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light, as Martin said earlier, by the way. 
Um, so with that, um, yeah, I'm going to read a little bit more of this and then we'll, um, jump back over to the slides and I'll, I'll try to summarize this the best I can. So the savior said to them, I want you to know that all men are born on earth from the foundation of the world until now being dust while they have inquired about God, who he is and what he is like, have not found him. Now the wisest among them have speculated from the ordering of the world and its movement. But their speculation has not reached the truth. So again, what he's saying right here is a lot of people have guessed. A lot of people want to know. A lot of people have speculated and formulated and created traditions and belief systems and laws and rules and regulations and all that stuff. But nobody's actually gotten that close. Uh, nobody's really hit the nail on the head. So that's essentially what he's saying right here, uh, which I appreciate the clarity, right? It's good to have clarity on this stuff. Uh, but I who came from the infinite light, I am here for I know him light that I might speak to you about the precise nature of the truth for whatever is from itself is polluted life. It is self-made. Providence has no wisdom in it, and fate does not discern. But you, it is given to know, and whoever it is worthy, whoever is worthy of knowledge will receive it. Whoever has not been begotten by the sowing of unclean rubbing, but by first who was sent. Uh, for he is an immortal in the midst of mortal men. Very, very confusing here. However, a few things stick out to me. Um, so, I, in fact, I'm going to back up and we're just going to kind of hit this again. The Savior said to them, I want you to know that all men are born on earth from the foundation of the world until now being dust. We're all dust. That's what he's saying here. While they have inquired about God, who he is and what he is like, they have not found him. Now the wisest among them have speculated from the ordering of the world and its movement. But their speculation has not reached the truth. For it is said that the ordering is directed in three ways. By all the philosophers and hence they do not agree. For some of them say that the world is directed by itself. Others say that it is providence that directs it. Others that it is fate. But it is none of these. Again, of the three voices I have just mentioned, none is close to the truth, and they are from man. So, wow. I mean, let's just unpack that. What he's literally saying here is that from the beginning of time, People have theorized on what the nature of reality is and how life works. You know, is God in control? Are we in control? Is it like a 50-50 thing? Is it all fate? Um, is it provision of God? Is it really the manifestation of humanity? And what he's saying here is literally that none of these are true. None of these are the actual truth. Um, and so how do we figure out what the actual truth is? And I think this is where it gets really interesting. And then Jesus goes on to say, but I, who came from the infinite light, I am here for I know him or light for I know light. 
that I might speak to you about the precise nature of the truth. For whatever is from itself is polluted life. It is self-made. Providence has no wisdom in it, and fate does not discern. But to you who it is given to know, and whoever, whoever is worthy of knowledge will receive it. Whoever has not been begotten by sowing of unclean rubbing, but by first who was sent. For he is an immortal in the midst of men. So really this is really pushing the idea of knowledge. Really pushing the Gnostic idea here. The idea of Gnosis. That God is not fully in control of just making things happen through his provision. God give me this. There it is. Um, you are not fully in control by manifesting. Oh, I want this. I am God. Let me manifest it. Okay, there it is. Um, and then ultimately it's not just fate as in it's predetermination, predestiny. A lot of people argue about this. You can hear pretty much every church in the country go argue about predestination, you know, uh, original sin, blah, 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 all the different, you know, isms that they're going to, uh, remark about. So, um, does he answer directly here? No. Um, we're going to see some more answers as we move forward in this document. I am going to try to finish this document over several, uh, video series here. Uh, but for today, I think this is very interesting because what a, what a comforting thing for all of us that we're all wrong. Uh, I mean, th this is, uh, this is a wild thought guys. You know, I've been trying to figure out this for a long time and it's like, the best I've come up with is that we are co-creators. You know, we do part of the work. God does part of the work. Part of life is predetermined in basically the will of God, which is the best outcome for um, any given timeline, any uh, life that we, the, we live or whatever incarnation we're in, if that makes sense. So... What's up, Benny? How are you doing, brother? Becca says, always parables. I know. Isn't it, isn't it wild? It's like always a parable here. So, um, Ashley says, I love these three tiers of the world realms that resonates. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I kind of think he's hinting that these are all like a part of it, but not it you know uh, you've got the camp of people that say god is in control you know that old song god is in control da, 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 da. you know um there's my lovely singing um and then there's the whole camp of like the new age it's like we are god we manifest like whatever we want it's from us we are the god that we need blah blah, blah. and i've even said that before but i've also said god is in control uh, i've also said that there is a will like an algorithmic will of god that uh basically runs things and whenever you tap into the highest good you flow on that like you're surfing a wave and you end up in like the highest timelines of the highest good of your life but what jesus is literally saying here is you know buying into one of those you're not even you're not even close um but again i think that they all three contribute here and we're going to talk more about why i believe that so uh ashley says omg you put me back in 1999 absolutely absolutely um let's see what about the topic of salvation i need help deconstructing bethany what is up my friend 
Great question. You're in the right place, Bethany. Literally, that's what I do here. We talk about faith, spirituality, and the realms of paranormal. I help people deconstruct, contact the kingdom of God within them, um, access that, and then manifest from that. So uh, what we're talking about today is uh, literally these three different versions that every different tradition you can pretty much find online right now from new age to you know core based christianity to religiosity um are all going to be tapping into one of these things predestination um manifestation or uh providence where god is providing your provision for any given thing you know god i need this okay poof there it is um, here's how I've started doing it. Here's how I've started manifesting things. And this works for me, by the way. And then I'm going to get back into the text and then I'll hit up the slides and take some more questions here. So if you do have questions, drop them down. Bethany, I hope I answer more of your questions here too. We go deep every single day on this stuff. So be sure and bookmark my channel. Subscribe. You can hit up my website at www.cubcooker.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. You can find all my official socials there as well as the audio podcast over there. Um, and, and by going there again, um, you can follow me on all fronts. That way you don't miss a beat because we just have some really awesome open conversations. We've got a lot of individuals, um, all of which, uh, you know, we all love God. We all seek truth. Uh, but we all do believe that we all have unique giftings and uh, supernatural giftings that a lot of people, especially within the religious traditions, would say are you know evil or whatever. But we just believe that those are literally the manifestations of the kingdom of God within us. So, um, so getting back to the text here, and I, again, I want to talk about how I personally use this. I'm trying not to sneeze today. I don't know why when I go live, I get like, uh, I think I need to vacuum. I got too much dog hair in here. But uh, I'll try not to sneeze now. Um, and then Matthew said, Lord, no one can find the truth except through you. Therefore, teach us the truth. So this is something I've asked many, many times. Lord, teach me the truth. My initiation into everything I'm doing right now came about at a time when I was just literally on the knees of my heart. Like so down. I had done everything I could to manifest the life I wanted. And then 2020 hits and was like a big old slap in the face. Like, hey, all that stuff you work for, peace. Uh, hey, that thing you think is going to keep you stable, yeah, it's going away too. Uh, you're going to keep that for about another year and then it's gone and it's going to get ripped out from under you and it's going to hurt and it's going to offend you personally and it's going to feel like hell. Um, and I had no idea, no idea what was coming. Uh, you guys that know my story know more what I'm talking about, but ultimately in 2020, I prayed this prayer because I just remember when the whole, you know, 2020 thing hit uh, and everybody got, you know, locked in their homes and everything and everything was shut down and I'm going, I've done everything I can. Why am I like in this position? And it's like, is this really what life is? Like you do everything right. You feel like you're making progress and growing in the world and uh, fulfilling your destiny and then like just one thing can happen and it screws everyone at once like what a weird thing by the way still been suffering effects of that not being a victim of it whatsoever but it has taken years since 2020 to really shift back into where i believe i'm supposed to be and when i prayed that prayer 
like, God, I, I just want truth and I want to step into my life's work. I'm willing to give all of this up. You know, I can't believe this is going on. I just need you and I need to figure out what I'm really about, who I really am. And so when I activated that agreement and I call it activating an agreement, it's like signing a contract with the universe. Universe is like, all right, all right, brother, here we go. You don't want any of that? You want truth? You want your life's work? I'm ready to use you, but it is going to take, I got to wipe all this off your slate. I got to, I got to start fresh. And that's what happened. What's up, Tyler? How are you doing? Appreciate you being here. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, how does him, uh, yeah, yeah. How does the sayings from the lights tie into this? Great question, Shelly. Um, so he's talking about, you know, how he's from the light. Um, but again, the light is an uncreated thing. We know that everything we create, this cup was originally light. I was originally light. You were originally light. And what he's talking about here, if it comes from itself, then it's not the truth. Think about that. We are artificially created entities according to the Anunnaki mythology, one of the oldest mythologies on the planet. Um, you know, I'm not saying you have to believe that verbatim, but I'm just saying by all intents and purposes, we came from the gods, which just created us from themselves. And I think that there's a really good chance that this might be what this is referencing. Um, if he knew this mythology, I'm sure he would have, um, you know, this is like what people vibed on for thousands of years. So there's no reason he wouldn't have known, um, where humanity came from and what the real truth inside them was. Cause the fact that they even have consciousness, their higher consciousness is the light of God is the Christ consciousness. Yet there is this fight or flight flesh sin, right? All these things you hear about in church that is an operating code that is built into us that is not the truth and it just returns us to dust. It is an expiration day. That code that runs in us tells us you're unalived after 120 years. By the way, good luck living that long with all the chemicals and everything. Uh, but, the, but the point of that is, is like, you know, we're not these multi hundred thousand year beings like the Anunnaki were. Uh, we are just these temporary blips with literally the consciousness of God in us. And so that's what I think he's getting at here. Let me grab a couple of questions here. Um, Martin says we operate autonomously in how we react to what is, but we are not in control of what is. Very good, very good. We create our inner world as little G God, but we do not control the outer world as God. Very good, very good. And that's a great like balanced understanding of that. So. Um, kink says, did God give you an answer? Well, you're looking at it. Here I am. I do this full time. Uh, this is, uh, finally my life's work. I get to stand up here every day, talk with people, have great conversations, um, and ultimately do this for real. Um, and it took a lot of sacrifice, a lot of losing things and uncomfortable stuff, shadow work, losing friends and family, uh, but gaining a whole community here. So, um, you know, it's been a very wild ride, if you will. So, yeah, I got an answer. Um, wasn't what I wanted. I mean, it was what I wanted. But I'm still working on crafting that and taking the next step in 
that because sometimes when you ask this very basic thing, you get that basic thing, but you didn't lay out the parameters on like, hey, and I would like to, you know, be able to afford all my bills and have money left over. Hey, I would like to, um, you know, not have to go through it all at once or, hey, I would like to go through it all at once so I can just get through it and get to the other side. Uh, you know, we don't often lay those stipulations out and we sign this agreement, which is like an open ended agreement with the universe. Then all this stuff starts happening. That's where the co-creation comes in. That's where I think what we're talking about here. He's coming from the light, realizing the light is within us. Yes, we are manifesting um, our God uh, unity, our God yoking in this world. There's also a provision and a will of that light outside of um, what we're experiencing here that is literally this massive construct, this massive um, algorithm that is a divine algorithm, not the matrix algorithm we're in here. Um, and when we yoke, you know, it's in the Gospel of Thomas, it says when the two become one, the creative and the pragmatic, the divine feminine, the divine masculine, the will of the light and the will of the flesh, like, you know, this, this whole dichotomy of dissolving dualism into unity. Um, and that's one of the things I practice is higher consciousness, always third eye, uh, crown chakra, really trying to believe bigger, really trying to practice things like magic and manifestations and all of these things, but also trying to be grounded and just take time to like, look at the flower and be the flower and just be grounded in the earth and be here now. Those are all the things that like really, for me, that's what makes magic in my life. And so when I manifest, like um, I just manifest another thing in my life and it was just kind of weird. It happened randomly. Um, I won't go de into detail on it, but it was something I've been wanting and needing for a while. Um, I ended up uh, getting it and it was just one of those things that took a while and it was kind of a pain just like any manifestation can be. But um, I was just kind of like, hey, Lord, here's what I want. Here's what I need. I'm going to go look for this thing and you lead me to the right one. If there is a right one, just make it resonate, make it easy, make it the only choice. And even during this transaction, um, I was like trying to pick other options and the salesman, you know, was just very much like, this is yours. Like they, they wouldn't even like let me change my opinion on what I was getting. It was just such a weird thing. And it literally worked exactly the way I was like, here's what I want, God, you show me what you want for me. If you want this thing for me right now in this timeline, if not, don't let me waste my time. And so literally it was like a mix of provision, manifestation and fate. Do you see what I did there? Like I took all three of them, spun them in a ball and put them to work together. And so that's what I'm talking about when I like how I practice things. It's like, God, what do you actually will for me what's your fate for me then show up with the provision to make this thing work and here's what i want here's what i'm believing on right now and and really sitting in zero expectation because i was willing to take yay or nay or wait or whatever it was on that and ultimately um a lot of the things you know that i laid out in the very beginning of that um not every one of them came to fruition but some things end up a little better than I wanted and some of the things ended up um, different than I wanted if that makes sense 
Um, and I'll share with our tribe later more what I'm talking about. I just don't like to wave all my personal stuff on the interwebs, even though I do it every day. Um, so what's up, Tyler Owens? How are you doing? Brandon, what is up, brother? What's good? Brandon says, Brandon, love your stream, by the way. Ashley, loved your stream. Uh, love, we've got a bunch of people streaming in our community. Really appreciate you guys. Benny, thank you. Uh, Annie, uh, we've got a lot of streamers. Merle, we have so many cool content creators in our tribe. I love what you guys are doing, by the way. Uh, Shelly, great question. Shelly says, could him saying he is from the light be a hint of what the truth really is since it's not just God, just providence, or just fate? Yes. Think about all the spectrums in light. Like, think about that light has a mind of its own. It, it decides what to bend around and how to... Uh, manifest and what frequency and everything like you know we know there's like laws of light right um, but also so it has its own will like it has its own fate if you will and a way that it needs to work right um, what we would consider fate um, it has a will again what is the will of it the will of it is that it doesn't it won't dwell in darkness it can't have darkness and if you're trying to manifest something with the light that will ultimately end up with you or others in darkness or in not the highest good, like light is always in the highest good, um, then that's not going to work. And so that's where you got fate, you got the will, the will of God or the will of the light, and then ultimately your ability to manifest it. You know, how many people actually focus on projecting positive intention and light out of their body and actually transmuting that and realizing that it's not this flesh and it's not just a thought, it's the thought, it's the feeling, it's the action, and it's the energy all yoked together, realizing that you're channeling literally from the light within you, from the kingdom of God within you. Here's the thing I want. And it's not just a prayer, hey, this is the thing I want, God. You know, how many of us do that? Oh, we got bills to pay, Lord, come on. Like, no, it's like that, like, I know, I see this, I feel it, I manifest it, I bring it about in your will, in the best algorithm for the highest good the will of god but also also within the law of light or the fate to make sure that everything else in the algorithm continues to run smoothly that's how i interpret it you can certainly put your own spin on it but for myself that's how it really works so what's up brady how are you doing thanks for being here my friend sorrel how are you sorrel says hi it's been a long time since i've caught one of the lives i think maybe um coming from the uk lovely to see you hope you're okay i'm doing well my friend thank you for being here um shaleen says cub they're making me work but i'm still winning good for you my friend good for you um, Shelly says that makes sense. Thanks, Cub. Yeah, I hope that helps. Um, again, I'm not always right, but I'm at least real. And this is, you know, you guys get to watch a uh, uh, program already in progress here um, every day as I go live here. So it doesn't mean I know everything, but um, thank you very much, uh, Dreamstar Oracle, for jumping over here. For you are children of the light, children of the day, um, Martin says. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so, no, Bruce, I, I do uh, converse with people, but you do need to understand we have almost 10 different platforms running right now, and I've got a lot of different comments coming in that I have to filter through multiple screens. So I do my best. Uh, Bruce, my eyes are on you, brother. You, you're on watch now, brother. So... 
uh, welcome. Uh, drop your comment right there and I'll get right back to it. So just to prove that I am live, I am listening, and I do get, I do care about our community here very much. So uh, Melissa says 100% authentic. Thank you very much, Melissa. I appreciate that. Um, so anyway, let me uh, let me finish this reading here, and then I'll jump on uh, more comments here. Matthew said to him, no one can find the truth except through you, therefore teach us truth. So remember, if Jesus is the light, then how do people find the truth? Through what? The light, okay? It's not through going and claiming the name of Jesus. That ain't even his name, okay? Uh, that's just a whole lie we get when we sit in church, right? It's talking about the light, the consciousness, the truth, the pure essence of energy, riding that little wave before it ever becomes manifest in a particulate representation or a particle held together by sound, um, which is what we are basically here. Um, and you can go study quantum physics to get a whole lot more of this. Um, I'm not a physicist whatsoever, but I am fascinated by it. Uh, the Savior said, he who is ineffable, no principle knew him, no authority, no subjection, nor any creature from the foundation of the world until now, except he alone and anyone to whom he wants to make revelation through him, whom is from first light. From now on, I am, this is crazy, from now on, I am the great Savior, for he is immortal and eternal. Now he is eternal, having no birth. For everyone who has birth will perish. He is unbegotten, having no beginning. For everyone who has a beginning has an end. Since no one rules over him, he has no name. For whoever has a name is the creation of another. I mean, come on, y'all. Like, what? I mean, come on. Uh, Deborah says, great breakdowns. Thank you, Deborah. I appreciate that. Not everyone agrees with you, but I appreciate that. Uh, some people think I just ramble, but, uh, but I appreciate that uh, very, very much. So, um, Brandon says, but it's really just radiation, not light necessarily. Light is just what we call the visible spectrum of EMR. Yeah, and so, like, you know, the visible spectrums of light, like, we've got... Uh, and they call them visible spectrums. It's not actually just visible to your eye. It's what we can detect with instruments. So you've got infrared, you've got ultraviolet, you have radio waves, you have microwaves. Like when you microwave something, you can't see it. Uh, the light that you see is from a regular bulb that comes on just to illuminate and show that it's working. But what it's actually doing is creating uh, invisible to the human eye light that is cooking your food, um, which is again, part of light. So you have this massive spectrum of light that we just don't understand. So, uh, exactly all from an electromagnetic radiation. Yes, exactly. And where did that all come from? The concentrated core, the original, the first light of the big bang. So think about the big bang, not as the creation of all matter, but the first light, the first radiation that gave rise to anything and that the sound it created was a wave. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Om, the Mother, the wave of intention 
remember, you know, the Holy Spirit will come to you. It's that wave that is carrying the light, carrying the energy. Um, and so he's talking about if you're not from that first light, if you're not, and, and here's how I interpret it. If you're not contacting your light being within and realizing that's your truth and you're trying to go, I'm cub and this is me and I believe in Jesus and I do this and blah, blah, blah. Uh, like that is all you and that is all something that's going to perish. But if you're contacting the being of light within you and, and truly realizing that you come from first light thank you for the stars appreciate you guys thank you martin really appreciate that then understand that and literally he's saying just what martin quoted here for you are children of the light children of the day by the way i love it when we get trolls that bounce like they don't even wait for my answer they just want to be right and then they're gone love it um i don't have to be right guys that's why you'll never see me trolling in anybody's comments i don't do it i don't care even if i disagree with them I don't go correct people. I will comment on content creators that I vibe with, that I'm friends with, that I want to support. If I think somebody is absolutely bat blank goofy and wrong, I do not go comment on it and try to correct them. It's not my job. It's not my passion. It's not my motivation. I don't care. They want to keep doing that. They keep doing that. But I literally have somebody today coming at me, and I thought they were just being a troll well then i find out they're an actual creator and i finally had to let them know you know hey you might want to try being nice um make some friends on these platforms instead of just going and you know poking around and trying to stir the pot with everyone so but but again guys this goes back to the light you know i'm i don't care i you know what i used to my flesh used to care a whole lot like cub used to care but the more I contact that light being, it's like, oh, baby, I can recreate that. You think you think you did something? You think you hurt me? You think you tore me down? You think you're, you know, uh, proving me wrong or whatever? You don't even know the infinite place that I'm pulling from. Because I can do this all day long. All day long. So with that said, guys, this is a wild wild document this is deep this is esoteric this is over the edge in my opinion just like this is some deep stuff guys this is not your normal everyday church talk here and i hope you guys are vibing with it i hope you're digging it i've got a few slides to share before i do though please remember this is viewer supported user oriented you guys are the reason i can show up here every day uh, and I greatly appreciate it. But with that, guys, I've showed up with a ton of value for those of you that want to support what I'm doing and go much deeper with me. You can join our academy, the Cub Cooker Supernatural Warrior Academy, which is all on demand. Hundreds of video lessons, uh, including Heart of a Light Warrior, Deconstructing Faith 101, Battle of Spiritual Realms, Money Power Matrix, Awakening Gnosis of the Mind, Unveiling Your Spiritual Gifts, uh, and you can access this abundance of training that will fuel your personal growth journey. Not only do you get that, but you get warrior meetups where you get to get on a live Zoom style call with myself and other warriors once a week. Every Saturday morning we're doing this. Uh, we also have a completely community run book club happening on Wednesday nights that's run and operated by some ladies in our community. Um, 
That brings me to our warrior community. This is an off social social media feed and feel. We have tons of chat rooms in there. Everything's categorized. You can collect with other like minds in our tribe here. Um, tons of synergy between people, guys. Develop your spiritual gifts. Um, and just to give you guys a quick taste of what the academy is like, uh, the social side of it is very similar to like your Facebook social media feed. But again, no distractions. It's off of social media. Um, our academy is getting built out incredibly. And I am so excited to say as of today, right now, there are over 365 lessons already, video lessons in the academy. If you do one a day, it will still take you a year to go through the academy. By the end of August, there will be over two years of video content. This is private video content. This is not released anywhere else. These are five to 10, 20 minute at the most lessons, video lessons, including challenges, activations, and mind experiments to really activate you guys. We've got our Deconstruction 101 here. You were asking about deconstruction a minute ago, my friend. This is where you've gotta go. This is where I can help you, okay? I cannot sell this enough. There's 17 lessons in here that will take you deep into my methods of how to deconstruct, okay? This is several hours of content in here. When you're done with that, you go on to the great battle royale of spiritual realms. It's all about spiritual warfare. Then you go to the secret order of supernatural warrior, a complete mythos. I just added this one today. This one is a fantastic series. Check out the artwork. Everything has custom artwork. Every lesson in there is original and custom for our community. I cannot stress enough how much I'm giving um, our community, guys. And I will sell that. I will promote it. I will continue to talk about it because I'm proud of what we're doing. And not a lot of people are showing up with the type of platform that we have. So please consider jumping on that now. I'm going to bring up the QR code. You can get over 50% off right now if you'd like to jump on that. That was the big commercial. Thank you. If you join today, I will welcome you over there personally with a video and get you orientated to the whole community, to how to use it and the best practices to go through it. Get the most out of it. Best of all, with the 50% off coupon, it's already applied at checkout. That's going to be locked in until you cancel. You can cancel anytime. Your membership is completely up to you. Um, the other cool thing about this, guys, um, is this is literally with the coupon already applied, costing you less than two people going to see a movie at a movie theater. That's it. It is. It will blow your mind how affordable this is and how much help it offers for me showing up every day, bringing these truths out into the world. So thank you guys. You can scan that QR code and jump over there and join today. I really appreciate you. Molly says, this community and the academy is amazing with an exclamation mark. Thank you, Molly. Melissa says, you should be proud, Cub. You have built an amazing community. Love our tribe. Thank you. Shelly says, you are incredible, Cub. Thank you. Love your guidance so much. Thank you, my friend. Um, cool set or, uh, Kelwink says, where do I find this program? You can scan that QR code or check the description of this video or my bio. And it has my official website. It's cub cooker, C U B K U K E R.com right there on the homepage. You can find my social medias and every button there is linked to join the Academy with the, uh, discount built in. So not only do you get the Academy, 
you get the community, you get the meetups, you get all the PDFs, everything is all built in there and more and more being added all the time, guys. So when I get everything in there, when I have the two years worth of stuff in there, price has to go up. So you guys have a little bit more time to jump in at half off. So thank you. That's enough promoting for now. Um, with that said, let's get to some questions. Do you guys have questions about this? Do you like this? Uh, the Sophia of Jesus Christ. Uh, the word Sophia um, is really interesting to me because um, you've got the goddess Sophia. And so in a lot of early traditions, Christian and otherwise, Sophia was considered a goddess, this um, goddess of, of wisdom, really. Um, in the book of Enoch, the moon has Sophia in it. Um, in the early Canaanite pantheon, you have Asherah, the goddess, who has Sophia in her. She's the archetype of Sophia. So we have so much imagery, so many things going on with this Sophia energy um, within the biblical canon as well as elsewhere. Even the early Holy Spirit, and there literally are places even in the biblical canon where Jesus is talking and he still refers to wisdom as her, okay? And then in conjunction with that, he talks about the wisdom of the Holy Spirit coming to you. Then he talks about don't blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Think of that as like, don't insult mama, right? Like the unforgivable sin, yeah, go insult your mother. See how that works out, right? Uh, growing up, I could talk back to my dad. You know, he'd just put me in the backyard and make me work. But if I talk back to mom boy that was that was bad right so think about that like you have that sophia energy um and of course it's been different appropriations of it and cultural adaptations throughout history but on a very base level you have the idea of sophia um even being in mary magdalene herself and then jesus coming together with wisdom there with sophia right creating a new line or you know as like the dan brown books and stuff talk about you know the actual lineage of jesus christ um so it's really interesting um what would that mean if two thousand years later jesus literally did have a lineage think about all of the inter and commingling of genetics at some point the entire planet could potentially and i'm not a geneticist but in theory it could potentially have where every single person had the divine genetics of Jesus himself in them uh, through just commingling of genetics over eons, right? Um, and so what is the secret plan? Is it an actual genetic encoding where people are being upgraded throughout history? And as you wake up and you realize things, it's more than just a moment of gnosis or knowledge. It's actually an activation on a core genetic level, like within your body and all the little electrical impulses that are bearing light within you bearing witness to the light um making up the truth about you i don't know uh but i do think it's very interesting and i think that this is uh, definitely something to think about so what's up ray how are you doing my friend uh ray says what's up cub you are the man i appreciate you uh, i gotta bring that up because i love you know love a little bit of encouragement here i need it so i appreciate you guys um, Ashley says scripture tells us about the sport, um, of wisdom and how, uh, she, yes, exactly. She was with God from the beginning. Yep. Exactly. Ashley. Exactly. So, and you guys that have been with me for a while, you know, exactly what's up here as we talk about this. 
Uh, but for me, guys, this just gets so deep into the understanding of like we have to be able to have wisdom. We have to be open to it. Um, and in some of the deeper Gnostic traditions, wisdom was kind of this thing that um, out of ignorance, wisdom, which doesn't make sense to me, but out of ignorance, wisdom uh, decided to have her own creation and bore Yaldabaoth, which literally is the god of the material realm. Um, and so it was kind of out of ignorance, but yet wisdom did it because it was like a beautiful thing to do. Um, I've never really understood that archetype. I don't necessarily buy into that within the Gnostic traditions. Uh, but again, they are so varied and so deep and so different. Um, I just really, you know, I, I like to just kind of keep that in the back of my head. I do like the idea of Yaldabaoth, uh, which essentially is the matrix code, you know, the lion headed serpent. It has the, the head of a lion, the power of a lion but also the tail of a serpent able to wrap around everything and be in and through all things within the material realm, specifically the constructed material realm um, as the Anunnaki decided to start manipulating our world, right? Uh, I tie all of this back to the Anunnaki. I got called out today that all of those theories are proven wrong and I'm a day late and a dollar short with that, but I really don't buy into that because everything else I read corroborates those mythologies more than anything and then those mythologies tie into everything from the biblical canon to um, a lot of the hebrew scripture to other different types of scripture so it just makes more sense to me when we go back to like the akkadian babylonian mesopotamian um, mythologies and really go from that core and then you get the canaanite pantheon the egyptian pantheon the hebrew pantheon like all of these things kind of come from that um, and then you get people now that argue, oh, there's only one true God. And you can literally draw a line and figure out when that one true God decided to be the only true God. Um, and is there a true God? Absolutely. But it's a metaphysical God. It's a God of light. Um, it's a God without form and without name. He literally just said this here, without name. And if you have a name, you have been a manifested or a constructed God or human or creation or whatever it is. So think about that. He's literally giving us a hint as to who are we actually supposed to pray to. It doesn't have a name. Doesn't have a place. Doesn't even have a substance that we know about. So the closest to true prayer you can do, according to this document, my interpretation is go meditate in the sun. Go share your intention and ask for truth in the sun. He talked about his father being in spirit and in truth. What is up, Blondie? How are you doing? I hope you're having a great day. Welcome. Uh, Martin says, my 23andMe results will arrive in days. Ooh, awesome. Cannot wait to hear, man. That is awesome. Um, yeah, and there you go, TikTok. Some comments in this live were filtered to protect the community's experience. So whoever's commenting that is not offering a good community experience, peace. You can get out of here. You have permission to leave. Um, you know, I get tired of it, guys. I, I have an, a hard enough job here without us having to filter all these comments and people trying to throw shade our way. So uh, we do this every day, um, work very, very hard, and uh, it's very important to a lot of us here to have a good experience. And as new people come in, so I don't even know what was said, but obviously if it's getting flagged by TikTok, it ain't good. So, 
Adamo, what is up? Welcome. Love and light, Shaleen says, absolutely. Um, yeah, and so love in light is is literally, I think, one of the best ways to pray. It's not just petitioning a deity with your list of quote-unquote needs. It is sharing an experience with the light, right? Literally, Jesus even says, don't pray like they do, heaping up endless, countless, meaningless words, but rather go into your closet, go into your room, go into your prayer area, your meditation garden in secret where your father is in secret and go to him in truth and spirit. Like, think about that. It's a connection process. It's a yoking process. You got all these people saying yoga is evil and the only true path to God is through yoga, through actually yoking yourself to him. Jesus literally gave us the roadmap to it. Even if you don't read any Gnostic scripture, you can still find the truth buried in about the 2% of the Holy Bible that has the red letters or the authentic words of Jesus. You can still find all of these understandings. Um, that's where I found him first, by the way. Then I found the Gnostic stuff. But at first, I was reading just the Bible going, wait a minute why is jesus say this here and then this over here and i heard this in a sermon and this person says that none of that agrees with anything he's saying uh yeah jacob says pray in secret and be rewarded openly absolutely absolutely uh divine timing stephen says absolutely uh finding wisdom and common uh sense could be a strenuous as a sport yes molly absolutely um Great question. Um, Kel says, how do you think the matrix code applies to this new world um, and is related to, to biblical stories? So um, it definitely directly applies. I mean, you have the Babylon system, which is the system of the Anunnaki gods or some of them um, that ultimately wanted to just trash humanity, um, abandon the planet leave us to our own devices under a flood um they didn't so much cause the flood as um just let you know everything perish from it um a couple of the gods decided to take genetic materials of all of the animals to repopulate the planet um and build a ark where uh the half son of anki the half human son of anki one of the anunnaki gods he was considered a demigod uh of divine genetic origin right he had him build a boat and said anybody else that i send to get in this you will let them in and the day i tell you to close the hatch you'll close it um it didn't sound like it was very big not like what you see in the ark museum or anything like that this was more of a saucer shaped bowl type uh, made out of pitch and thatch you know to survive a storm and stay watertight and be able to roll and tumble and uh, i'm sure there was some way to strap into it you know it, it sounded like it was really built for like uh something that could be submerged for a period of time and continue to float um uh, very violent storm and so as these planets uh, the energy and Nibiru came closer than normal to Earth. And Nibiru is, a, you know, has a lot of, they call it the um, invisible net force in uh, like Zachariah Sitchin's works. And so it pulled on the Earth 
uh, immensely and cause the ice sheet to break off and literally create huge tidal waves from the ocean, uh, but also uh, just a rapid melting of a lot of the ice caps, like very fast global warming type thing. Um, is this true? I have no idea. But I know that we have in, in documented historical um, evidence, you know, with archaeology, we have what's called the Younger Dryas. Uh, happened around ten to 12,000 years ago. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense that, you know, something happened. There was an ice shelf or sheet that melted really, really quickly. They think even now some scientists like Graham Hancock believe, um, you know, maybe even a matter of like, you know, seven to 14 days, things like the Grand Canyon were carved with water. Uh, again, this is coming out more in the mainstream, still has a lot of pushback, a lot of people degrading the idea, but um, it makes sense if you've ever um, watered your yard, like growing up, we had, you know, a water hose. And if you left a water hose on all day and enough water ran all day down your driveway, it would literally carve a canyon between your driveway and the grass. Um, and so if you think about something like that happening, enough water rushing, displacing a ton of topsoil down to rocks, uh, we've got the Paladero Canyon right here. There's a Grand Canyon. There's canyons all over the world. I mean, think about, um, you can even look at things like Google Maps now and see where water, I mean, you can see, uh, the Uinta Valley and then the Valley, the Hudson River Valley are both these like low spots where you can see where it came from like the upper ice areas and then flowed down to the ocean. Like you can see the topography of it and it's just wild. Um, and the amount of deposits that happen there with minerals is just amazing. Uh, crystals and minerals. So I don't know. It's pretty fascinating to me. So, uh, yeah, Larry Crandall. Great question. Do I feel that with the internet, God is changing the concept of church? Yep. I do. I mean, I'm just a content creator, entertainer up here uh, talking about all the weird stuff I want to, but we've built an audience of almost 700,000 people worldwide. Um, that's incredible. I mean, that's more than most churches will ever, even in their history, reach. Um, and we're doing that online, guys. We're doing that just connecting with people. I spent my entire career over the past, you know, seven, uh, yeah, at least seven years trying to tell churches that online is the way things like podcasting and TikTok, and you wouldn't believe the pushback i've gotten over the years from all different various uh organizations and institutions about like you know uh well that's not the way we do things or well where's the budget for that or where's this or whatever you know and it's like um you know was i able to convince some of them sure was it was i able to get it all done the way that it needed to be no not in the end no because it takes a village it takes everyone or it takes someone like me who's so delusional and committed to get up here every day and as we go back into the fall twice a day um and just keep spitting out organic content and share with people what i'm actually going through that's an authority the church just doesn't have and that's where my advantage over the church is because I can, and it's nothing against the church, by the way, I'm not throwing shade that way. Um, I respect your church. I respect all the churches I've been a part of. Um, but ultimately there is, when you are a part of a church construct, you have this set of, you know, rules you have to abide by. 
and a pastor just getting up there and spitting their organic opinions every day for several hours a day is not necessarily what a denomination likes. So think about that. You know, there's that's why when you get like mega churches, they have a much better chance of growing. They weren't always mega, but they started independent and they had that one pastor that was delusional enough to just get up there over and over and over and over and over and just spit out a lot of fresh, revolutionary, organic, engaging ideas. And that's not happening with a lot of more of the denominated type churches that have this huge ancient construct around them, uh, or at least a construct for the past 2000 years. That's why a lot of the non-denom uh, mega churches have gotten so big. In my humble opinion, knowing what I do about marketing, what I do about church culture, and now what do I, what I do about being a creator here, um, it, there has to be like an openness to just go for it and talk about it. And that just doesn't happen a whole lot in our modern age. So yeah, I think absolutely we're in the new age of church and you're here, right? Like I'm not going anywhere. If I can help it, I'm going to show up here every day, multiple times a day. Uh, we've built a community. We've built a community platform over at cubcooker.com. Uh, we have a better website and a better platform and a better academy and a better community than most churches will ever even dream of. Again, not throwing shade their way, just being really honest about, I put in the work to do this, I had the vision to do this, and I'm executing that vision every single day, and my community's helping me do it. So we have all of the workings of the megachurch structure, right? You know, not with uh, a greedy leader, you know, not all of those are greedy leaders, by the way. I think they get a lot of bad press. Some of them clearly are but not all of them. Um, and so I think that we have to be really honest, like just because something gets big doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, what it requires once it gets bigger is authenticity. And I'm just as authentic right now today with the 700,000 plus followers as I was when I literally had 70 people following me. And I'm not kidding, guys. I'm just as authentic. I'm just as committed. And so that's what it takes, in my opinion. I... One of my commitments to everyone is that I want to commit to keeping my heart about me, keeping the same authenticity and just continuing to be the one here that, that gets up here and shares every day. So uh, then Jesus appeared to them, but not in regular physical form. He appeared as a radiant and powerful spirit, almost like a great angel of light. <clears throat> Excuse me. He told them that he couldn't fully describe his appearance because it was too intense for mortal eyes. This is similar to Lord Krishna's appearance in the Bhagavad Gita. And I just shared that. But um, again, I wanted to share that again before I jump off here because that organic vision of light, we just talked about coming from the light, okay? So the main message for today, quit thinking about yourself as you. Quit looking in the mirror and looking at you because what you think you are is going away. It's not going to be back. But the truth about you, the light within you, if you hail from the original light, if you listen to the words of this ascended master, this savior, again, not in the way that you've been told, but in the Gnostic tradition, he's saving because he's revealing and he's collecting other beams of light, other souls, other energy patterns into his light body, a massive super conscious being. And I think that that describes it better than anything I've ever understood. Not saying I'm right, but that's just my real interpretation of it. 
Um, Ashley says, I go to church, quote unquote, every day online and just like this. Absolutely, my friend. Um, thank you, Ray. I appreciate you. Cubs Church of Truth, Light, and Love. I can see that. I appreciate that. Uh, right now, everything is set up. I am a for-profit. Uh, if I ever do a non-profit, it will be uh, probably in tandem to the regular business side of it, and it'll be something that'll actually help people and actually create initiatives, um, not like a lot of these people do. I'm not a big fan of the non-profit-only model. There's just too many things that, you know, I think get in the way of making this what I ultimately really want it to be, which is uh, has the resources, has the strength, has the drive, has the community um, to really be long-term massively successful, um, but also do a whole lot of good. So anyway, I'm not an expert on all of that, but uh, as this grows, of course, I will you know, contract or hire all the correct help to get things set up. Um, if we ever do have a physical location, anything like that, I'm not opposed to any of that, by the way. Um, but for now, I think I'm doing way more good online than a physical location ever would. So that's just my opinion. Of course, God can always lead this fate, this will this in a different direction and speak to me so that my manifestation is in the direction of that too. So right now, I don't know, but right now I love being online. The biggest next step for me is a much better studio, everything perfectly crafted for the content we're doing and some help on a team, an actual team, putting out the content, managing the platform, everything. So I can focus even more on studying, meditating, bringing the message and really just showing up in the way that I need to not always all the little button clickings that I do, but you know, really just showing up authentically. So all of that's in the works. I trust, I know, I believe it. I'm manifesting it and I believe when the time is right and the highest good, I'll have all of these things and more added to me. So uh, thank you very much, Chalene. I appreciate that opening up uh, for millions to teach the millions code. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is my goal. Absolutely. I want to reach millions and millions of people. I want to at least reach a billion people. I want to be, you know, in the, the 10 million follower range. That is a number not a lot of creators get to, but I do believe we can do it if we continue building this and everyone shares the message. Everyone supports it. Um, we still have a lot of growth to go with our platform, but as we get more growth on the platform, then I can do things like run ads and get more people on board. Um, right now it's still in grassroots mode, but you guys are literally at the foundation. Um, it may not look grassroots from like all the followers and everything, but I think everybody in the community will attest. It is grassroots. It's very intimate. People know each other. That's not, if you join in our community, our warrior tribe, uh, you get access to the academy, the community, the meetups, everything. Guys, it's not like you have thousands of people in there and you get lost in the fold. It's still an intimate, um, you know, encounter with everybody. You get to make friends, and if you're not comfortable with talking, you have the academy, and you can just go through that at your own pace. It's literally built, whether you're introverted or extroverted, to be able to serve you where you're at. So I gave you the best of both worlds with that, um, and it's certainly not too big at this point for you to um, have a face, have a name, be seen. Um, meet other people and really engage and have access to myself and other people in a way that you may not get when we have millions, right? Because uh, even if you have, 
you know, 10,000 people in our private community or our paid community, uh, which is one of my goals, by the way, um, it's going to be a lot harder just to get access to, to ask direct questions. So um, I will, at a certain point, be marking everyone legacy members, whoever is, is, is in from here forward and stays in so that they kind of have like first priority on messaging and stuff. Um, just because, you know, even as the price goes up, um, more people in there, it's just harder to, you know, kind of get yourself, um, into the front of the line, if you will. So I'm doing my best to keep it very, very grassroots, but make sure I put all of the pieces in place for the growth that we want. So, uh, Ray says we are in the end times brother. So hurry, please. I appreciate that. Uh, by the way, we've been in the end times for 2000 years. Um, you can literally look through history and see apocalypses in every moment of history. Every time there's a revealing and a shift, that's an apocalypse. That's an end time. Um, if you believe in like a culmination of that versus the cycles of that, could we be in an actual one right now? Sure, we could be. We always could be. But I've been told this since I was seven years old and I haven't seen it yet. So I'm not doubting that, that that's possible, but at the same time, I'm just done living my life like Jesus is coming out of the sky tomorrow and it doesn't matter what I do today because here's the deal. If I live on this earth till I'm you know, 80, 90 years old, and a lot of the kooker men do, like forever, um, you know, old and grumpy, right? I'm already young and grumpy if you ask my wife. Um, but if I live that long, I want to build something. I want to build a legacy. I want to build um, an empire here, right? Like not just of stuff, but an empire of information and knowledge and help for people. I, when I'm in my 90s, I want like Ram Das. you know, he still has all, he has so much content that like his foundation is able to put out new content all the time. Um, and people that are in his community now have never heard it, right? So I intend to have this massive archive and wealth of information and literally spend my life building databases, centralized, decentralized, physical, non-physical, and plant it in the minds of so many people that literally this thing just puts a ripple through time and space and helps unlock people to actually find truth. Not that I'm telling you I know truth and I am the truth, but that I'm going to be authentic and real enough to make sure that you keep seeking it every day. That's my commitment. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. If you do decide to join what we're doing over there um, on my private platform, on my website, the Cub Cooker Supernatural Warrior Tribe, you can get 50% off today. It's actually more than 50% off. You'll stay locked in, scan that QR code. I will personally welcome you today. I welcome every person individually, okay? You have an opportunity. Uh, to talk to me, respond back. Um, the tribe will welcome you. We don't embarrass you or put you on the spot or anything. It's not weird. Um, but we just want you to know that you're welcome and that you're a part of our team now. You're a part of what we're doing. You love this message and you vibe with it. Jump on board. There's no reason not to. I love you guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys to who already joined today. I saw a couple of people did while we were live. So thank you. I'll be welcoming you over there momentarily. So... Love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. Thank you. Uh, Kel says, what a vision, brother. Awesome. Thank you so much, my friend. www.cubcooker.com 
It's in the description. It's in my profile. It's in my bio. It's on my website. Cub Cooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com is my only official website. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow on the live stream. Have a beautiful afternoon. God bless. Namaste and peace.